Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody and I'm here with my friend, Miles. Hi, I'm Miles. I'm a sophomore and I live in Boston. Miles, we met in middle school and I remember it was eighth grade year, right? Yeah, it was eighth grade year in my class, which was an experience in and of itself. (laughs) Considering that I was doing honors work and wasn't getting any credit for being in the honors class, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, I don't know. That's how, like, I didn't get any credit either. There's no, like, higher credits. But anyways, I remember um, you just moved from Boston to California. And, you know, it's a huge difference, right? Because Boston, first of all, weather-wise, right? It's so much colder. And here, um, it's so hot. It's cold during the winter. But then, like, summertime, it's so hot and humid. It's just, like, disgusting. Yeah. When you say it like that, it just reminds me of, like, what I imagine Florida weather to be like. Yeah, almost. Except Florida would be, like, not cold. It's just, like... Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah overall. But the, the craziest thing I remember, like, it was, like, winter time here in L.A. And I remember we were all wearing, like, hoodies and, like, sweaters. And it's, like, I think it's, like, the lowest it got was 50 degrees or something. And you were still wearing short sleeves. And I was, like, yo, <laughs> what no, are you doing? Now I'm, like, such a baby to the cold because now as soon as it drops below, like, 60 degrees, I have to put on, a, like, sweatshirt, a jacket, and then, like, a coat over it because I'm just so cold all the time for no reason now. It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. You got used to LA weather. <laughs> when yeah. you go back, it's like... Which didn't help when I moved back to Boston in January when it was, like the most cold it has been in a while and then I got used to wearing like a sweatshirt a jacket and then that stuff like when it was 60 degrees and then as soon as it hit like 20 degrees I was like oh no 20 degrees it was I think that I'm exaggerating but it was like 30 40 degrees but like whatever oh god didn't like um it snowed a lot there right not this year at all like there was like no snow But, like, before it snowed a lot. Global warming is, like, a thing, I guess. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Global warming is, like, a thing, I guess. Oh, no, it's definitely a thing. (laughs) I'm the next Greta. I'm going to be complaining that there was no snow, but I was still freezing. (laughs) It's okay. Well, you're probably going to get used to it sooner or later. Maybe. I don't know. Um, do you remember, (laughs) this is so cringy thinking back on it, but, uh, (laughs) okay, for background information, those who are listening, Miles was in my class eighth grade year for homeroom, right, which is first period of the day in eighth grade, and basically no one knew who he was because he was new to the school, right, and like everyone else, we've known each other for a while, and then I remember he sat next to me. And I was sitting up against the wall, so the only person next to me was Miles. And you no, know, you it was really awkward. You were in the middle. It was, it was no. Wait, were you? No, no, no. Oh, I was. No, against, never mind. I was. I was, I was in the middle. Never mind. Yeah, you were. Because <laughs> I remember you and were next to each other, and then, or like near each other, and then mm-hmm. behind us, and then there's mm-hmm. a few other people that I just like can't remember their name. Sure. But yeah, um, and. 
I remember it was so awkward, like for me at least, I was like, I want to talk to this new kid, but like, I, I don't know what to say. And so like, I remember I turned around to talk to like the friends I already knew. And like, we were just talking about something. And I think like, you chimed in about it. And then I think we were, I remember we were talking about Riverdale. Like, that's all I remember. Yeah. It was like, Riverdale was, like, a thing in eighth grade. So it was, like, mm -hmm. the show to watch in eighth grade. So, like, everybody was watching it. And then, like, by that time, I hadn't, like, developed my social skills because I'd only been in, like, a small town all of my life and talked to the same people. But then, like, I was here and I was like, you know what? I probably should talk to someone because, like, I don't know. I'm going to be really lonely. So... I like mm -hmm. you mentioned it and I was like okay this is like my chance I know this stuff yeah <laughs> I know this stuff yeah because I've yeah. been it for like ever oh my god yeah I remember like every day before we had to stand up and say the pledge of allegiance we would always just talk and fangirl about Riverdale and then you'd be like Jughead is better and I'd be like no Archie's better <laughs> And now that I've developed taste, none of them are better because yeah, <laughs> I can't believe that I was I had that bad of taste when I was in eighth grade. But then again, I can't believe it because I was disgusting. No, your taste changed so much. Yeah, I mean, I wore plaid shorts, plaid cargo shorts at that, and polo shirts. It wasn't really the epitome of fashion. So the way you dressed in middle school, I would describe it as the most stereotypical 2000s no no no. it's like a, a rom-com like you know yeah, the I main did. character's little brother that's how you dressed you, yeah that's that's pretty much it i mean that's all like even in boston nobody was wearing that i was just weird and i was just like <laughs> this looks cool this looks cute on me so then it did not but like i was like yeah this is for me it's for nobody else, which I probably should have taken a hint or something, but it was definitely for me, or that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least you, you know, discovered yourself more. Like, when I first met you, I didn't think it was, like, anything weird, because during that time, like, I literally didn't observe what anyone was wearing, and I, like, didn't care about fashion at all. Like, even myself, I wore, like, the weirdest things ever. I just... I usually just wore jeans and... That sweatshirt, like the black Abercrombie sweatshirt or whatever. Do you know the sweatshirt that I'm talking about? It's like navy blue. You wore that in jeans that all I wore? the time. I think so. I don't know. Oh, you mean like the one that's like a little bit like fluffy, but it's like, it has like, oh, it's like a nylon <laughs> material. No, it's not that. It's... You'd know it if you went back in pictures or whatever, but you used to wear that all the time. I don't remember it at all. Yeah, but you used to wear the out of that jacket and those jeans. It was crazy. It was just like and I think I wore like blue on blue every day. Yeah, which is like kind of a look. Thanks. <laughs> but <laughs> oh my god. Every time we talk about like what happened in middle school, we just cringe so much. Yeah, the first half of 8th grade was, like, it was crazy because I had no friends and then I was dressing so gross. And then the second half of 8th grade, I, like, got friends, like, some of them, which, like, I'd say, like, two or three of them I'm still friends with now. Actually, probably the only But, like, okay, so I started getting friends and then, like, I was like, oh my goodness, wow. And then it just went 
completely left turn. Instead of like being the, your classic like rom com, whatever, I started <laughs> being like so disgusting, and I wore lipstick and lashes to school, which at the time I thought was like I'm turning this out. You know, I'm giving everybody life. But then, like, apparently I wasn't. But whatever. What? Who told you that? No, it's just, like, nobody was telling me that. But looking back at it, it's, like, I can see that. Oh, my God. Well, honestly, because I was, like, one of, like, the first... Was I the first person you talked to in school? Uh, It was... Okay. I'm not going to name names because, like, they probably listen to your podcast or whatever. But, like, it was a bunch of the weird kids that like we were in a group the first day and I like fit I like found the weirdest kids not the weirdest just like the most reserved <laughs> kids that I could find and I was like okay like I need to talk to them because like they look reserved and I'm like pretty reserved so then it's like it will just be awkward all around but then I got in that group and then they were like all best friends so then it was just like awkward me being there and then there was uh and then she thought that I had a crush on her, like, the first day. And I was like, "What? <laughs> when did I give off that impression? Because came over to me, like, this, uh, the day that we had the assembly. And she came over to me and she was like, do you have a crush on And I was like, not even. Like, <laughs> thank you, though. And she was like, oh, okay. Oh it was crazy. <laughs> it's, just, it's so funny to me because... Like, I remember, like, just every time I hung out with you, it was, like, I just loved hanging out with you. Like, you made me feel so much happier, and, like, you were literally such a light. Like, you made the whole room so much brighter, and, like, just <laughs> hearing, hearing you go, like, um, I, w- I wanted to find the group of kids who look preserved <laughs> like it's just so weird because I never thought of you that way no it's just like when I first came in you can't say that I was loud mm-hmm. as I am now because when I first came in I was no really quiet I didn't want to talk to anyone and like most like some of the guys would try and talk to me but like I was like you know like please don't like don't talk to me at all so I had to find like mm-hmm. a group of like quiet girls because I was like I can't I've never had, like, well, no, that's a lie. I, like, never hung out with guys unless it was, like, a major group of girls with them. So, I was, like, mm-hmm. I can't do that to myself. Wait, what was that? I remember I was going to say something in the beginning before I asked you if I was the first person you talked to. Oh, right, right. Okay, I remember. Um, You were talking about, like, uh, you wearing, like, lipstick and lashes. And... Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Okay, so remember during nutrition, I remember you'd um, come to talk to me, right? And then, like, I was usually with, like, my group of friends and everything. And then, like, I'd be like, oh, my God, hi, Miles. And then, like, they would all just, like, leave us. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They did not like me at all. In the beginning, and even towards, (laughs) like, the end. I don't know. Like, we didn't click because I wasn't in all of the honors classes like you guys were. So, like, you guys would be talking about Mm -hmm. work and I'd be talking about, like, the BTS music video that just came out because I was a Korea boo at the time, which was, again, not a great look, but, like, there we were doing the thing. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then they'd all just, like, leave us alone. Yeah. And then <laughs> I remember um, there was one time where you are telling me about, oh, I forgot. It was, like, it was a TV show. 
uh there's like this like reality tv show and there's like this one drag character in it um not rupaul's drag race um but like this other one that you were telling me about and i was like oh okay yeah i'll check it out and when i got home i did look it up right and then (laughs) i was like whoa this is so (laughs) intense and then the next day you asked me you're like so did you did you look at the show i was telling you about and i was like oh yeah it's, it's really intense and you're like yeah i love it and like that was it <laughs> and then i was like what? wait i like now that you say i can't even think of a single show that has just like one that i've watched that's so crazy i don't even <laughs> i don't even know where to like start thinking like that it is they wore like pink eyeshadow <laughs> I don't, <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> I have literally zero clue. Yeah, I don't remember the name either. I think it was like three words or so. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting things mixed no, up. No, I probably but... showed you a show. It's just like, I can't remember it. <laughs> I guess forget. It's, a, it's okay. We, it's probably best that we forgot <laughs> about it. Probably. <laughs> Considering what a train wreck eighth grade year was, at least for me. Oh no, it was it was a train wreck for me too. Okay, I didn't want to place that on you though. I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, it was a train wreck for you too, Melody. Watch out. <laughs> you already know it was a train wreck for me. You know what? Yeah. It's so cringy. I hate it. I hate it so much. I saw pictures of you just, from just... eighth grade, like for no reason. They're just like in my phone somewhere. What? That okay, not gonna lie, out of context, that sounds really creepy. No, it's just well, kind of, but it's like the picture of uh you three like three of you, and um, it was after the trip to Knotts, and it was like, I don't even know. It's like, wait, us who like there's three of myself. No, three, like, are there clones? Three people. I just can't remember their names. Well, I know I know their names, but like I can't remember their names in the picture. You know. You know what I mean? Like, I know that they're there, but, like, unless I'm looking at the picture, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, okay, okay. I know what you mean. I know. It's like you can't put the name to the yeah. face. I got you. Oh, it was you? Uh, oh, my goodness. What's her name? I don't remember any of it. I'll send you the picture after. This, describe, describe their features. Uh, it's that girl that moved, uh, that didn't go to with us and she was wearing a flannel shirt she had long black hair like long black hair yeah girl would go to hmm i can't remember any names like i actually cannot physically put a name to this person oh my god this is gonna like disturb me the whole time can you send me a yeah picture? i'll send you the picture yeah send me <laughs> this is gonna make me so frustrated until i know the person's name Long black hair? That's like super everyone. long. And then is it Mabel? No. <gasps> oh, m- In the middle. And then there's another girl on the side. Her name's like... Is, is it... Does it start with an E? I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah! Shout out to them. <laughs> and their picture from 8th grade. Why do you have that? Why is it just like a picture of us three? Like you're not no, even in it. <laughs> you were copying what I was doing at uh, Knott's oh yeah because oh yeah there was like a pic okay so we have to describe this picture so everyone listening understands okay so i had just gotten a new pair of like black overalls that i cut to be like 
almost booty shorts. They were like mid thigh, but I thought that I was so scandalous wearing them. So then I was like, I put them on and I stuck my butt out in a picture with and uh, yeah, and then like Melody and Eric and all decided to copy. Oh, is in the picture too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah like we and we're like all pretty good friends actually so because mm-hmm. we all had pe together oh right yeah yeah <laughs> good times I, <laughs> I was like i mean yeah it was, fun. Than... it was fun it was it was fun and definitely an experience it definitely was an experience I... well at least oh, we figured it out by freshman year or we're starting to figure it out oh no i i figured it out in really? sophomore year yeah in freshman year i was I feel like freshman year was, like, a crazy year for me. I got, (laughs) this is going to sound really stupid, but um, in the beginning of the year, I started getting allergic reactions to, like, literally everything. I was allergic to gluten. I was allergic to dairy, eggs, beans, soy, and, like, literally everything. And I only ate rice and tortilla chips. Like, those are the only things I could eat. And I got, yeah, it's so weird and horrible, but um, basically I got that allergic reaction because quote unquote sun exposure for too long as well as too much stress. Were you in tennis then? It was during tennis practice and like I started getting it because I was outside for such a long time, right? And I wasn't used to that much sun. And I also didn't put on sunscreen. Which was a horrible yeah, mistake. Yeah, probably was. It definitely was. And I regret it now, but, you know, just put on sunscreen. Okay, everyone listening, put on sunscreen. And, yeah, and also increased stress because schoolwork. Like, I, I wasn't expecting high school to be hard. I was like, eh, it's going to be a breeze. And now I was like, oh. That's literally where I don't relate to you at all. Because freshman year was probably the easiest the most fun year of my whole entire life freshman year was the best year ever okay so like i think i can remember my schedule so i started off in my favorite class well one of my favorite classes anyways and it was theater class and like in that class there was like a bunch of non-native english speakers and then like the special kids and then there was me and then like those are all of those are like the only people that I actually cared were in that class because like we oh and but but like so we were all in that class and it started off like really great because like there was like I don't know a great chemistry between all of us and then there was a few seniors but like whatever and like all of the special kids and the non-native English speakers were like super fun to work with in theater so then it just got like better from there like you start off your day on a great foot and then like you just go on to the next class, which was, I believe, I love Mr. so much. Like, at first, he hated me. He did not like me at all. And there was, I had, which already, like, like I didn't talk to her before because we had no reason to, considering that we didn't have any class together. But when I tell you that Sadie is probably, like, freshman year, she was, like, ghetto, where she was, like, in your face, like, loud, which I loved because, like, it was, like, it kind of reminded me a little bit of home, but then, like, and <laughs> she was, oh like, ghetto and loud, and then, like, I don't know, because we would, um, allows you to switch seats if you have an A or 
yeah, an A. So then he was like, mm-hmm, he let us yeah. switch seats, and every single time it was either me or that had the A. So then, like, we'd move next to each other depending on who had the A. And it was just like Mr. Cooper could not <laughs> handle us two together, and he kept trying to like. He did not want either of us to have an A, but we, one of us always did. So then there was an which in freshman year, the beginning of freshman year, we started off like really great because like me and his energy all in one class was like, it was astronomical. The volume inside this bus is astronomical. So like Mr. Cooper <laughs> did not like that either, but like we'd just like talk all the time, even though we got all of our work done. So it was like, wasn't a problem for us, probably the other students considering that we were like distraction or whatever. But yeah, that was crazy. And then we went from that class to another good class, which was my Korean class, when is literally one of my favorite teachers ever. Like, I think that she tops all of the other teachers at because it's like her energy is like so much like a high schooler. It's crazy. Like, as soon as you mention that there's drama somewhere, is like, who? Like, what happened? Like, how? Like, are they in my class? And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I love that. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing. Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. You lived in LA for like. Yeah, 8th grade, 9th grade, and half of 10th grade. Yeah. So living in LA versus living in Boston, what are like some. The difference. There's a bunch of differences. Like there's physical differences emotional distance uh differences and then like there's like i don't know like psychological differences i guess like in the mindset of the people so like the physical differences of being here is obviously Mm -hmm. like there's actually green things and not everything's like dead from the sun but like also like schools here are different like just the layout because we have two floors in our school and like there there's just like multiple buildings like everywhere and you have to walk around which to me is just like so much more free and just like mm-hmm. accessible. It's just way more fun in LA than it is in Boston where you're like in a brick box for seven hours a day instead of like actually being able to go out and like take a breath of fresh air. But whatever, I'm not complaining. I mean, a few schools in California do it, but some schools are actually just like one Yeah, but I don't know. It's just like Boston. since I moved to I just like expect everything to be like, outdoors and like open because it's just so much better that way it's just easier to learn considering that like you get to walk around and actually have like a breath of fresh air that isn't disgusting with the smell of like bo axe and desperation from all the skies and then victoria's secret and weed from all of the girls that smoke in the bathroom yeah i mean one of the perks of la is definitely like at least for our school um, for our high school, we can just walk to oh, yeah. boba places or just that's so um, much better food. because like here I ordered a buffalo chicken calzone to my school because like 
I did. I ordered food too before, and it was like fine. So then I ordered a buffalo, a buffalo chicken calzone, mm-hmm. and then like everybody was like, "You can't do that. You can't order food to the school." And it was like after school, but they were like, "You still can't do that because they'll take your food." And I was like, "That's so disgusting and crazy." Yeah, they just take your food. They just take it. Do they like? They didn't take it? mine like, though, because it was after school, and so I ran out weird. to grab it. But yeah, mm-hmm. and then like emotional difference, like uh, psychological differences between Mass and like uh, California is just like the people in California are just so much more open to like actually viewing things and like interpreting them as they come instead of having like preconceived notions of what they should or shouldn't be. And that's, like, they look at me, and it's, like, oh, well, he's going to be like this because he's this, this, and this. But then in California, it's, like, you have to actually talk and get to know the person to actually get to know the person, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, before you judge yeah, exactly. someone, you and then like get to know them. In California, I didn't really have mm-hmm. a problem. Well, no, <laughs> I didn't have a problem with most of the straight guys because it was, like, like, they're around us all the time, us being queer people, so then it's, like, they're, like, fine with it, or, like, whatever. So, but then here, it's, like, I don't talk to any of them, because, like, it's not necessarily that I'm, like, scared for my well-being, but it's more, like, I don't feel comfortable with them because they don't feel comfortable with me. And it's, like, I can't be myself, like, mm-hmm. around these people that have no influence on my life whatsoever. Like, why... Should I have to hide a piece of myself for them? But, like, I don't know. This is crazy. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. It's, like, Yeah, even it's more though like the state is pretty guess, liberal, it's just, like, really? Boston. Like, I don't know. There's just, like, transphobia from some people, which is disgusting in and of itself. But then there's also people that are just, like, jerks all around, which I guess you can get anywhere, considering that in California, like, a bunch of weren't exactly so nice, like, to me, at least. Yeah. In eighth grade, that's why yeah. a bunch of my fr- my supposed friends, because, like, these people that should have, like, nothing, nothing to do with my life, like, they were having all of these disgusting, nasty things to say about me. And it's just, like, why do I cause that much anger and disgust in your life when you're not even a pawn in mine? But whatever. Most people, if you're, like, someone who's just open and curious and just, like... Exactly. Not a douchebag. <laughs> like, I'm open like, to answer questions yeah, and like in that case, educate people as long as they're willing to listen and learn on what they're curious about. Like, I'm pretty... I'd say that I'm a pretty open mm-hmm. person to people in general, which, like, is why I like to talk to everybody and get to know them, which is a which was, like, a major influence on me in California was, like, I actually learned, like, people skills and how to, like, talk to people and educate people on something that they might not know everything about. And they were open and ready to listen. And then here, it's, like, I can't even talk without my opinion being dismissed as second or other or radical because it's, like, you are this, so you must think this way, and that's that. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point you brought up, though. Oftentimes, people are just so quick to judge and, like, immediately think they're right. Like, whatever opinions they have and ideas they have is always right. And literally anyone, like, whatever anyone else says, they think it's wrong automatically. And, like, I feel like that's just so wrong. And, like, 
you should always listen to you know, other people's perspectives and other people's story because there's just so many stories you can learn from, you can just hear and just really understand yeah. someone else's and it's just like life. The story, I love how people say the story changes as like, as if it's a bad thing, which it's really not. Because when your story changes, your mind, your mind—that's like a show that your mindset has also changed. So the story that might have been like this bad, terrible thing at one time, and you are explaining it that way, you look back on it, and it's like you've grown from that situation, and then you're able to come at it with a different point of view and just like analyze the situation differently than you did a year or two before Mm -hmm. that was very thorough and like not even speaking about like geographical differences Mm -hmm. just in general we should just talk to people as people and not these ideas that we have about these people in our brains that we just like like the prejudice that we have against other people just by seeing them it's just like really you don't need to have that like see and you don't need to be the person that they think that you are and you don't need to judge the person like right off the bat like me for instance i am pretty flamboyant buoyant and like out and like loud but then it's like my queerness mm-hmm. isn't the premise of my story it's more the it's more a footnote to my life it's like my queerness isn't going to affect every single aspect of my life because it's not the main story. Like, my life... It shouldn't define exactly. who you are. Exactly. It's just like... It, like I said, it's just like a footnote or, like, something that is a part of the story, but it's not necessarily, like, a major role. Like, I, myself, and my growth mentally is a major role, but then it's, like, that part of my mind is not, like, the driving force that determines what I do or don't do. I love how you said we should talk to people as people because that's honestly what more people need to hear right now. Okay, I really want to talk about like, um, you know, your your experiences as someone who's gay. Yeah, so if we're going to start, I guess like we should start around the time that I came out, which was the middle of seventh grade and it was like i i'd known that i liked boys for a long time but then there was like this stigma in my mind where it's like oh no you can't so like i it's very much like this queer like gen z um tactic of like kind of discovering who you are online and at first it's like you take you know those old buzzfeed quizzes where it's like am I gay? Question mark. And then like, there's a rainbow flag next to it. And it's like, I took those relentlessly until like, at first I take it like truthfully and I'd be like, oh no, that's wrong. And then I take it again and I put in all of the answers. So then it would like make me straight. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. Like the first one was just wrong or whatever. And I'd be lying. And it's like, have you ever thought about a woman in the past? Like, um, 12 days or whatever in the past two weeks and I'd be like no on the first one and then like the next time I would be like oh yes 100% yes and it's like very much that and then like I I was like you know I need to get rid of this stigma that I have on myself so I was like you know what I am and I had this friend he's trans and also 
gay, I think. So, like, he was already out and, like, at school. And, well, people, I don't know his experience firsthand because I'm not. But, like, it's like he was a major pillar of strength for me, which we weren't even, like, super close friends. But it's like just seeing that he was out and he had all of these friends still. And I was like, oh, okay, well, then this must not be so bad to be queer. And then it's like, so I told first and I was like I think that I am and then and then I was like but I'm not going to tell anybody about it or anything because like I don't know and then he was like yeah that's fine like you can do whatever you want like you don't have to um just you don't have to tell everybody and then the next day I kid you not I walked into school and I was like I'm gay and then was like what are you doing you literally just texted texted me last night that you were gonna like stay in the closet and I was like uh, whatever. And then, like, I came out, and it was just, like, this kind of weird experience, considering, like, I expected it to be, like, this whole big thing, you know, like, drama everywhere, like, the, like how it is in, like, the videos, because, like, around that time, it was, like, 2016, 2015, mm-hmm. 2016, I think that's the year that we were in sixth grade. Yeah. Uh, sixth and seventh uh, grade, whatever. Something so, like that. Like, at that time, there was, like, Todrick Hall and, like, everybody and like coming out in their videos or whatever. And I was like, oh, wait. So, like, I thought that it was going to be this whole big drama thing. Like, oh, my <laughs> goodness. Like, look at him. He's walking around. He's just like, oh, my God. Like, what Strutting. Are you <laughs> and then, like, I came out. And then, like, at first, there was, like, nothing. Because, like, I came out, like, slowly. It was, like, I told, like, some of my close friends. And then, like, it was, like, people found out, like, as I just, like, let it slip. Because I was, like... At first, I told my friends, and I had had a girlfriend, a girlfriend, quotation marks around that, like, a few months before that. So I was like, oh, yeah. So I told her, like, second, and I was like, yeah, also, I'm, like, super gay. Like, (laughs) and then she's like, oh, that makes sense. And, like, I don't know, because a lot of my friends that I have here, while they've changed, like, I still think that they're pretty true to character, Because, like, I moved back to the same town when I moved back to um, Massachusetts. So a lot of them are still here because, like, once you get here, you can't leave, apparently. So a lot of them are still (laughs) here and their character is, like, still the same. And there's, like, a bunch of people that were there with me that, like, really make me feel like I never left, in a sense. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, it's, like, I have left because, like, I can't always relate to their inside jokes or whatever, which is fine. I don't expect them to. But, like they were also, like, a major source of strength for me in that time, I guess, because it's, like, you're doing this thing and you're entering into unknown territory because, like, you haven't, you don't know how they'll react, how they will, how how they will react, like, they being the whole everybody. So the girls were pretty okay, like, they are in, like, movies and everything. If you've ever seen, like, GBF, that's, like, what what it felt like to me. It was, like... Mm -hmm oh my goodness, like, I'm just, like, this idol kind of thing. Not, like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, I'm this idol. It's, like, I'm this thing that is other, that is not, like, the rest of them, so that sets me apart automatically. So it's, like, Mm -hmm. that. And then, also, it's, it's just, like, the straight people, like, being around a situation where it's a bunch of straight cis men is just not a situation that I like to put myself in. But considering that, like, everybody, everybody already knew who I was and, like, 
what I am. So they knew me for me before they got to know, know me, before they started to judge me as Miles, that other gay kid. So it's like, okay. So they already knew me, but then, like, slowly over time, they just, like, stopped talking to me. I don't know why, but, like, that's just a sort of thing that happened, I guess. And while there was, like, still some people that were, like, super nice and funny and they didn't care because it didn't matter to them either way, there was also a few people that just, like, stopped talking to me right off the bat, which is completely fine. Like, I get that, like, go ahead and have your conservative views or whatever. So... That's how it was in Massachusetts, but then when I moved to California, considering, like, the polarizing, um, the polarizing experience that I had, like, some people were okay with it, some people loved it, some people hated it, I was just gonna, like, keep it to myself in California until, like, the, it was literally the second day of eighth grade, and, like, the came up to me, and she was friends with and we were in Miss class, if you remember her, and we were in her class, and uh, was on one side of me, and they both turned to me at the same time, and they're like, do you like girls? And I'm like, oh my god, I'm not gonna lie to myself and put myself in this box. So then I was like, uh, no, and then they were like, are you gay? And I'm like, I'm whatever you want me to be. Like, this super, just, like, disgusting, like, sassy attitude, and I was like, I'm whatever you believe I am. So, yeah, that was it for my coming out as gay. And then that's such a boss move. <laughs> yeah. And then um I don't know if you know this, but like I know this and some people know this. I'm actually non-binary too, which means that I don't identify on this like I'm neither ma- male nor female, so I just like do my own thing and like dress how I want to dress and like be me as me authentically without having any of these like, I hate preconceived notions of who they think that I should be. So it's like, I'm not going to give them the stereotypical gay man and I'm not going to give them I'm a trans woman because I'm not, or at least I don't think that I am. So it's like, I am trying to balance the very thin line between gender and gender roles. So it's like completely foreign territory for me, which I find really comforting because it's like, there are no preconceived notions because it's like, they are, it's me, and I'm making it up as I go, considering that, like, my I my identity in being non-binary is also, is nobody else's identity, and they're being non-binary, if that makes sense. It's just, like, mm-hmm. me as myself, and them as them, and it's just, like, I'm completely separate from these people, but I'm also not separate, because we're all human. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, see, the thing for me is, like, I am heterosexual, <laughs> um, but like, you know, I'm I'm not opposed to these ideas, right? Like, I'm actually really curious to learn about it. And I remember when we first started talking, right? You you mentioned you being gay, and I was like, oh, I I want to learn more about this, right? Yeah. Like, I just I really want to make sure, like, maybe in the future, if I meet more people who are a part of this community, like, I don't offend anyone or just like. In general, I just really wanted to make sure, like, I, I knew, like, everything about it. Yeah, you are really good at, like, making me feel, feel comfortable because a lot of... Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot of, Whoa, what was that? A skateboard just fell down. A lot of people, <laughs> like, um, they ask questions, like, kind of 
insensitively, if that makes sense. It's just like they go out and they're like all blunt about it. And it's like, if you're going to be rude about it, then I'm not going to want to let you like teach you anything, even though I know that I should, like if they're being rude about it even more than if they want to learn, if they're being rude about it, I probably should spend more time on that. But then it's like, why should I waste my energy on somebody that isn't even wanting to learn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they just go at it too straightforward and it's just, I don't know, for, for me at least, I just, I make sure like whatever questions I ask, it doesn't offend anyone. Being queer and being straight isn't that far apart from each other because in, oh, no. in mm-hmm. a way, like your straight relationship isn't going to be the same as say somebody else's straight relationship. So your relationship is just as much, I'm not, no, I was going to say that's just as much queer, but it's also, it's just as different as me dating a different guy. You know, it's like you get mm-hmm. to know their personality first and then it's like you move on from there. It's not like gay people are just like, you see a guy, you like him, you just go after him like some sort of predator, which is how like a lot of media yeah. like to portray it. But it's like, mm-hmm. that's not how it works. It goes just the same exact way. It's the same process. Exactly. Right? Because the thing is, like, it's it's your sexuality. It's not how you act. It's just your sexuality. It's just a small part of you. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it's a footnote, not the premise of the story. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, Miles, I have one question for you. Okay. Okay. So, people, people say, like, for example, right, you can say, like, I'm gay, or you can say I'm queer. So what's the difference between the two? Okay, um, so queer um, is, it was used as a derogatory term um, before to address people that were quote-unquote like other, and because queer in and of itself means different or weird. So it's like when people use this word, we just, it's not necessarily that queer in and of itself is its own identity like if you identify as queer you are these set things no it's like if you identify as queer you can be a part of the gay community or the trans community or the bi community or whatever and it's like you can be these things and identify as queer or you could be these things and not identify as queer depending on your views on how that word should be used and how you view the word so me personally i use the word queer to describe myself because I don't like having to say, like, I'm a liberal, gay, non-binary person because that's a mouthful. It's like I'm queer and that's that. It's just like, I just want to tell people that I am not straight and I am not cis, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you can just use them as you wish, essentially. Ooh, okay, I see. So it's like, if you just want to describe, like, more parts of yourself without like actually naming the specifics it's just you get to pick and choose how you want other people to view you and if you are in a situation where you don't want to say that you're a gay man you could just say i'm queer or you could just say whatever you want because i am not here to judge what you should or shouldn't say wow i just learned something new today yeah (laughs) thanks for sharing your story i hope that like really makes an impact on the listeners and like teach them something i hope so take notes (laughs) so on the podcast i usually do like a segment where the guest talks about 
bucket list, right? So, um, do you have anything on your bucket list? Like, like it can be funny. Like or my goals. Yeah, yeah. Just like anything you want to do. My goal essentially is to um, graduate high school, obviously, and I really want to go to a fashion design college. And there's, I've had my eye set on these three school. Well, it's like the same school but three different places, and I've had my eye set on it for ever since like I originally started getting into clothes which was like the end of eighth grade beginning of ninth grade where I really discovered like who I was so I was like uh the three schools that I want to go to are FIT but like New York LA and then um Korea because like you know like I just want to leave and just like experience new things and when Mm -hmm. if I go to that school and graduate I want to start up my own company or maybe work somewhere else but i really want to be able to design how i want to design because i think that i have a creative perspective on clothes and how they are worn and what that story of how they're worn is told essentially so i want Mm -hmm. to design a collection and i i had this dream well like it's a dream in my head where it's like the ultimate goal for me is to, like, dress somebody famous like Lady Gaga because, like, I feel like my creative perspective and she's just, like, such an artist and somebody that I look up to so much yeah. for just being Gaga, obviously. So it's, like, that's what, that's, like, one of my main goals. Mm-hmm. I love Lady Gaga so much. Yeah. Like, everything about... The iconic meat dress. Yeah, did like, you? Okay, I don't get... Everybody was flipping out over Rain on Me because, like, whatever, like, Ariana Grande was in it, and it's like, cool, she's in it. But also, she released a song, like, last month that was, like, way better that I thought was, like, amazing. I haven't really been listening to her new music. Like, I didn't even really listen to Rain on Me. I only heard, like, the chorus part. Her Chromatica album is just, like, completely messing me up. I love it so much. She's releasing songs as they come. Is it? There's a song called like. Hold Stupid on, Love. Me... I remember I saved. Stupid Love. What? She just released. Oh yeah. That's the yeah, song that I'm talking about. I just love it so much. That's the only song I saved from her, like yeah. recently. It's in my Spotify playlist. That's really good, but yeah, those are like my life goals. Also. I would like a boyfriend, you know, like, not, like, right now, but, like, sometime in the, not, I'm not gonna say near future, because, like, I'm pretty satisfied, like, with where I am now, but I'm saying, like, if one were to come along, then, like, I wouldn't be opposed. If you think more, you know, like, kind of beefy, but, like, not super, and then, like, you know, just, like, really cute. Somebody that seal. So... If you're listening, and if you know something, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, say it. If you are setting you if up, you are listening, and that description is you, six four plus, and like, just like a big guy that can dress nicely or semi well, I will gladly take you. You can follow my Instagram. It has a good you personality. You can hit me up on Instagram at Miles Loves Jesus. There's an underscore in between each word, like. I'm open. My DMs are open. I'm not opposed to anything. (laughs) 
And you only want someone who's well, six no, four and above because you're really like, tall. Okay, <laughs> I say six four. That's like ideal, six four and above. But like, I will settle for like six one and above. You know. That's still so much. Well, okay, but it's because I'm really short. But if they're <laughs> nice enough, I guess I'll take anyone. A handful, like anywhere in between like 7 and 10 guys have hit me up over quarantine. And it's like, like you talk to them for a little bit and some of them are like nice to talk to. And it's like, they're like flirty, but then like also nice and have like substance to their brain. But then some of them, they hit you up and they're like nudes question mark or like, I don't know, just disgusting overall douchey behavior. That's, that's not okay. Like literally, if, to the listeners, if you're asking for nudes, please stop. I block them Like, Or if you're randomly sending provocative images to anyone, like, I'm please out. stop too. If no one wants it, yeah. don't send it. Okay, but anyways... On that note, Miles, you can plug your oh, social media yeah. again. My, my Instagram is Miles Loves Jesus. There's an underscore in between each word, and that's it. Unless you want to add my snap, and then it's M E R V I N 704. Make sure to tune into your favorite podcast app, follow Study Break, and listen to a new episode every Tuesday. Thank you all so much for listening. Have a Bye. great day. Bye, guys. Thank you.